fourth day, is that right, Jim? Um, yes. According to the oral history. So we're going to take a walk around the house and I'm going to show them what's in it. The point of this is that Thoreau said that the, the house shell Houses, uh, people exude their environment. And one of the things we did a long time ago at the Institute of Design was uh, we photographed, tried to, all the different variations in the standardized apartments in the East Building, one of the East Buildings. Uh, the way people had decorated them yeah, themselves? They changed them. So this is the third floor. Yeah, this is the third floor. Now I'll show you the dark room. I'll explain the rationale. As you know, I'm sick. I'm <laughs> a lot of breath. Well, that's just really good climb up here. All right. I never had a real dark room until we moved here. When did you move here? We moved here. Well, Around Ezra was. 17 years is 17 years old, so we moved in here. Irene had Ezra, and uh, we were without water for six weeks when she came back. Or very little, I don't know. So about 17 years yeah, ago? Yeah, about 17. About 1960? Yeah. And we lived over on Mohawk before, and I used to do everything in the bathroom. And as you know, um, Taylor, I did everything in the basement. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, now I'm going with Irene. Uh, I mean, my, my photography was going. Mm -hmm. And uh, Irene found this place, and with Ezra, the other place was too, too small. small. So she found this, and we sold our other place and bought this. We should have kept the other place. We sold it for $21,000. Should have rented it until you. When I last heard, it, the last time it was sold was something like eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't have had to work. <laughs> anyway, the idea, my idea, was to set up a thing that was as very efficient, highly automatized, so that I could turn out quality work rapidly, not a quantity, but a reasonable amount. Mm -hmm. So in some sense, when photographers look at this, they say, oh, God. See, I bought a Macbeth densitometer for color, which was very expensive. Uh, this was after a little while, and took out the color things mm -hmm. and just coated it for polycontrast papers. Ah. And using that, I was able to print, for instance, one evening or night, and then develop the next day with maybe a 10% remake. Because I've always been a good printer, but saved me an enormous amount of time. Mm. So this is the probe with a kind of That's the probe, yeah. And that's the way. You know, it was. Each one of those contains the information for the polycontrast grade. Mm -hmm. So that was very neat. Well, today you can get the same equivalent, you know, measurements for much yeah. lower. Uh, that's still a tube thing. Now it's all solid state. Anyway, the place is simple, but just even the size and the setup was so that I could handle it as a one-man operation. Yeah, it's a what a truncated rectangle. It's about eight by uh, ten feet, mm -hmm. maybe a little more. Yeah. 
And, you know, I have the foot pedal, and it's a, it's, it's a normal uh, stainless steel, and it was made for this size. And um, the other thing was the temperature control. I'd gone nuts all my life trying to control temperature, so I finally got a decent tempo lead-all temperature regulator. Uh -huh. And that's, uh, you know, it's uh, very simple. This is, this is neat. You have the safe light on the uh, one of these automotive... Uh, yeah, right. Cores that rails up. That, yeah, it's marvelous. That's a great idea. Take and put it where you want it. And, but uh, even my clock, you see, I have the clock timer so that when it goes, when it goes on, um, um, it would either turn, it would turn off the light or turn on the light. See, I use that for timing. Mm -hmm. Trying to automate it is good, mm -hmm. or mechanize it at that point, not automate. Uh, Adam's been using the darkroom, but uh, this is about the condition it usually is. This is a marvelous heater, incidentally, a brown heater what is for a small. Uh, uh, is it, it's a space heater, like type of thing. It's a standard heater, light, mm -hmm. but it really pours out the heat. Hmm. This, this room gets cold? Uh, well, my, my point was I have always had an air conditioner and a heater mm -hmm. in the winter and on a thermostat. So summer and winter, I didn't worry about temperatures. Mm. I mean, it was always 70 degrees or something. And this enlarger looks like you've uh, had it a while? Yeah, that's is a uh, Amiga D2. D2 and uh, have condensers for it and either make the... You know, uh, uh, 35 or the 4x5. I have sitting there, and Aaron, I really sold it. Aaron wanted to buy it, or thought he did before he left. It's still sitting there, a little uh, two and a quarter oh. larger that you tilt and can straighten out the lines when using it with rollies and things uh, like that. Well, the, the thing uh, I was wondering is, having done a lot of work in 35, did you ever feel, I mean, there's a whole sort of... Uh, group of people who do 35 who swear by the Leica and also by the Photomat enlarger. It's fine if you can afford it. I mean, the Photomat 2 is a terrific enlarger. I start out with the Leica Valois. That was one of them. I used to have an Elwood and a Leica Valoy. And The uh, Elwood was what, a 5x7 or a 4x5? 5x7. And a terrible enlarger. The Valoy was uneven. Hmm. But now, I mean, Gary Winograd, for instance, goes in and he makes maybe two, 200 prints in one crack, doesn't develop them. And then he develops them all in one crack and fixes them all in one crack. And some of them may last, you know, five years without staining. He really doesn't care about that. Yeah. But that's another way of doing. I mean, Gary's a wonderful photographer. But I, I wired this all up. You know, so it makes sense. Everything is con voltage controlled. It just was a simple way of working. That's all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it looks looks pretty workable. I, I wouldn't mind having. No, this is ideal, but it's not something that is, uh, you know, exaggeratedly built. Mm -hmm. So shall we move on? Yeah. I don't think there's anything here. I've always used, you know, paper space if possible. Mm -hmm. The only thing unusual really is the densitometer. 
Uh-huh. And er the early use by single guy. Now, where, which way you want to? Oh, you got a big Peko dryer here. Yeah. See, those are the unusual things. Uh, I got the Peko dryer because that was the bottleneck. Right. If you can make 200 prints, can you dry them? <laughs> yeah, how do you dry them? Well, I, I told you earlier, I you know, you used to make a couple hundred prints, but then dry them on black ferrotype tins. Take a long time. On. Just the whole house used to be covered with ferrotype tins, <laughs> which is uh, not very good. So I got this Peco dryer, and that saved my life all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, somebody called up and or if I did a job, and this was part, the, you know, journalism, partly advertising business. Mm -hmm. One of the things you were selling was the fact that you could produce and be dependable, which is something a lot of people don't understand. Young people don't understand it. I think people will come to them because they're great geniuses. Well, that part of that's true, but just as true is that you're reliable. Mm -hmm. There are photographers you've never heard of like Art Shea, who's worked for life. He is the photojournalist of Chicago. Mm -hmm. and he's done, I don't know, maybe 18 little books for kids. But the reason Art Shea is called on by all magazines and known is because he will bring back a picture you can print. Mm -hmm. It may not be a great picture. It'll, but you, know, you know it'll be something. It'll be something you can print. I mean, it's a top. That is what being professional, in mm -hmm. a sense, is. Do you use this? Is this a washer, I take it? Yeah, this, this is huge, a uh, lens thing used in professional uh, studios. Uh, is this about a four-foot diameter circle? No, it's about six. Yeah, four. No, it's a little larger. At the moment, it's out of balance for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, but yeah. what it does is spin, and there is a newer model. You see, that has a lot of crimps it. in it, and it kicks... Uh, either end there's spray underneath there and it kicks the prints, keeps them separated and up to a point the more prints you have the better it washes mm -hmm. then it you know, forces the water out through the edges and then down here mm -hmm. in fact that's empty I'm surprised it even moves at all um, used to make up all my own chemicals but then got rid of that as soon as I could you know used didn't want to waste time mixing chemicals. Yeah, here's a uh, bottle of Pictol, yeah. Melancroft Pictol, yeah. which is, I assume, Elon or... Yeah, Metol some variation, whatever. right. But I used to make up, you know, chrome alum chemicals, use that for bleaches and hardening. Mm -hmm. Hardening used to... Hardening bass used to be quite common. The film was so sensitive uh, to but if you didn't do it, if you didn't do it, it yeah. Well, it was good practice. Uh, that's an additional uh, an attenuator, ex external attenuator for the Macbeth densitometer. You could put in information for another four... Um, like four emulsions four if you're emulsions. using color. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you've got a lot of prints over here, I see. Well, yeah, and then there are a lot of prints, and then you begin to see, you know, like the negatives. There are negatives in there. Oh, and these... Oh, yeah, like in these yeah. boxes? Oh, boy. And then you begin to get into the... Then you're beginning to get in a mess. Because there are files here. See, they have all kinds of things. Like, uh, I just happened to hit there. That's obviously a hand. What? 
Got this one. You were just about to pull something out there, and I just stumbled oh, on yes. this. Uh, there were seem to be some original. I've kept some original material, I guess. Oh my God! See, there's untold treasures. You wouldn't know who that was, would you? But there is document. Let's pull this out. I really have not touched with played with this crap. I haven't had the time. Uh -huh. Here, let me know. Let's see. This is some teaching yeah. handout yeah. or something. Right, it's uh, for, the, for the students. Is this a list of supplies they should buy? Where to buy them? List of suppliers is quite a lot. Well, for that time, you see, people didn't think that way. More. Right, but more important. Now, I don't know what. I'm going to turn this off. I want you to turn this off. The thing I was going to say, too, a uh, thing to consider in terms of this process of what I'm doing, yeah. is that um, if you are interested, as you said, you know, say in publication, that <clears throat> perhaps the transcript, when you get it back, which you will hopefully no later than February sometime, again, it's a real bottom line, yeah, you know, but, you know, that that in itself could be a useful basis for you to begin well, writing course, from. that's uh, why, I, you know, but, uh, see, I, I don't have much of an estate. That's all. Yeah, it's all something that I've done, thought about. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, here, this was when I came back, uh, you know, as head of the diary department. These are different people that were teaching. This is Filipowski, who, mm -hmm. you know, went to MIT. Now, what does this say? Is this the... Institute Design 632 North Newman. So we know when it was. And it gives the problems of the sculpture and... Foundation course, that's Hugo Weber, you know, drank himself to death, good friend of you know, Harry's. They were drinking buddies, sculpture, cosmos. Yeah, this is an outline. John Wally, yeah. So this is the actual, this is this is a very valuable thing. Now, maybe there are 55 of these roaming around, but I don't know. It also shows third semester foundation course, Lerner Pratt Wally. Mm -hmm. And here's something about art history. And uh, there's Bob Tag in the camp of Lonnie. This that's an interesting see that has all the problems. Camp of Lonnie with John Vanderbilt, the architect. And this was a woman, Laura Zerner. Zerner taught uh, lettering. It's a different way of teaching lettering. And there we have Photography should be related to the Visual Fundamentals programs. Well, here's the date right here, February 10th, 1948. Okay, so that was already later. And this is a this is report of the meeting, I guess. I guess this was in the nature of a, this document, the nature of a thing Some circulated for everyone yeah. to see where we stood, where the program was. Yeah, like the Visual Fundamentals instructors to know five master singles to when these sessions would be desirable. So what this is saying is that you would go into to a foundation program and do a like a unit on photography for them as part no, of the visual no, fundamentals. No, the, the, we would try and relate their problems to the photography. Oh. I mean, if they were giving me a problem on dots, we would try and find a photographic equivalent to that dot problem. 
Is this picture related to that? This is no, your that's what I've just been looking at. Uh, notice that. Uh, all the stuff has carefully be looked at. You see, now that's Berenice Abbott at my oh, summer. Oh, God, so it is. Let me have My visual, you know, the noose of the seminar. Oh, on, good uh, grief. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I'm going to see her at Thanksgiving. Are you? Yeah. I'm going to go make turkey for her. Well, give her my regards. She probably has forgotten everybody. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. She remembers this workshop. Oh, does she? Sure. Well, but you might not remember me. I don't know. Well, perhaps. I don't know. See, one of the greatest, one of the really exciting things. She remembers Maholi. I think she was more impressed with Maholi. <laughs> she just met Maholi. Well, Maholi was dying of leukemia. <laughs> whatever, I don't know. Yeah, that's the uh, other syndrome. Yes. Uh, well, was I right. had everybody photograph. Barbara, I see. Now, I heard this story. And uh, it was an incredible set of pictures because it was all these people's different yeah. approach. And then you loan him to Robert Marks. Right. And you never saw I him. I gave him the Maholi at his intense request to send Robert Marks, who was going to write something. He did a series in Coronet on different Yeah, earlier, right. And theoretically, he was going to write something. And then that was the end of it. Marks said he didn't have them. But there's somewhere in the world, there's a set of pictures of Barbara mm -hmm. by Paul Strand, Bernie Sabbath. Now, see, I would, I would have recognized all. that person. If you had hadn't told me, is this Gordon Custer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And here's Beaumont and Arthur. And this is Arthur. Uh -huh. This is Arthur. <laughs> Amazing. See, I was very, the beard, very, <laughs> very conscious of this being a historical event. Mm -hmm. That was the first workshop in the world, probably. Mm -hmm. yeah. Certainly in America. Mm -hmm. Here's one of the other instructors I was talking about. That's Frank Sokolik. This is Ouija. That's Ouija. This, this is, is you. You see Ouija's here? Yeah. And this is the proof of the story that I say we ruined Ouija. Mm -hmm. Or he ruined himself. This is Erwin Blumenfeld. Very sophisticated, did a very sophisticated thing. Mm -hmm. And Ouija stayed on to hear Blumenfeld. Uh-huh. And then started doing all that crappy manipulation. <laughs> wanted to be glamorous or something. Well, he wanted to be an art photographer, too. Or something. Or this is Ouija and somebody. And that was a student. Uh-huh. And that is, and I see the thing is getting all gray. Is this, is this Mahone? No, that's Who is Roy Stryker. Oh, Stryker. Is, is her name? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is just this is also striker here. Yeah, that's striker. Obviously, this is getting faded or stained or. Looks a little fogged actually. Like maybe fog? it was just fog and it was made. Yeah, well. It's we not yellowing. Have, didn't have much money. Here's striker myself. That's a good picture of striker. Mm -hmm. And. You know, isn't that funny, the lapels? I never noticed that. They're back <laughs> in the same place. Yeah. Isn't that funny? A complete circuit. Look at this. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Well, this is Ouija out in uh, Lincoln yeah. Park or somewhere doing a... Do we do a thing? I have an idea. I said, let's, Ouija. I said, let's, because I've worked for life. I know how they think. Mm -hmm. And he's a journalist. I said, let's do a thing called how to photograph a murder. Yeah. <laughs> 
Let me bounce this over here somewhere. somewhere. So, uh, we go, you know, and get a dummy, and Ouija shows the class. We actually set this up so that it could be photographed. It's a media event. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of funny to us, and life does run it. Mm -hmm. As a speaking of pictures, I think, how to, do how to photograph, photograph a murder. There's Ouija talking to some gal. See, now people are just beating the hell out of me trying to get this. Mm. And I don't want to give it to everybody. Well, this is just a list of the problems. Well, it is the list of the problems, but they didn't... By semester, yeah. yeah. This is dated December 46. Right. Arthur Siegel. And that's what I put together. See, now this kind of thing has dropped out totally now. And a lot of these things have changed, but I also taught at that point. You have to remember at that point there were mainly two-year students. Mm -hmm. See, that's what this is about. But you can see it's process-oriented. Yeah. Well, not process in the photographic sense, but process in the form form sense. It's like it's a, it's a series of the formal aspects of, of photography. Well, and it, and it's pictures both. In general. You see, it's all the three sides again. To but do them, you would have to learn certain technical processes right. for each one. Yeah. yeah. But the end result was hopefully a photograph that was interesting. And by God, they were. See, and this whole thing was the application of these to that. Mm -hmm. The fourth semester is stuff like cover illustration, like uh, to. Yeah, whatever it was. It was some subject matter. I see your style dealing with subject. Even though you occasionally had something like portrait, self-portrait. Oh, this see, is just more, trying, more material here. Yeah, I was trying to uh, figure out what uh, one did. See, this was a day school of two years. Mm -hmm. Just to try and, and schedule it. Was, I was just starting to see to do the... Uh, the four-year photography students simply didn't exist in any numbers. They gradually began to come in. Mm -hmm. Mainly these people were veterans and they want, had already lost three or four years of their lives. They wanted to get out. They were older students. They were tough students. They wanted the goods and the... Yeah, and you couldn't bullshit them. I mean, they were, they'd been around. But, uh, I mean... Various kinds of coaches. Well, here you've probably seen that, and that's not. But Maholi, you see, kept trying to write articles, and a lot of it was baloney. You know, but highly selected kinds this of is from the, There's Nathan's picture, you see. Yeah, this is from. Uh, but this is a light box, see, that Blurner keeps talking about. But everybody did things with that. Now, if he invented or he didn't invent it, it's not very important. This is from American Annual? American yeah, Annual Photography? 45. Mm -hmm. American Annual 45. See, and here he points out all the teachers that had something to do with photography in the school. Kepish, Henry Holmes Smith, Robert Longini, that was a guy you never heard, James Brown, who became a commercial photographer, William Keck, who was an architect, Nathan Lerner, Frank Levstick, that was he was still teaching when I came. Ed Rinker was a student, and Eugene Bial, Bial, 
be Alowski, I don't know who. I can't even remember who he was. Mm -hmm. But these people were all in different kinds of areas. This is Ed Brinkers. I think he became an illustrative photographer or was an illustrator. Well, he would bring in people mm -hmm. where we could get them. Seeing this, you know, whole new uh, generative photography thing. Mm -hmm. Developer mixed yeah. with oil. I, you know, I'm given problems like that for years. This is Milton Hobby. His name is really Milton Halberstadt. He's the guy in San Francisco. Hmm. And this is his famous picture. He's a good photographer, commercial photographer. Now becoming an art photographer, tough guy. You know, and probably will totally change his image before a couple of years are out. A lot of people are coming back. Uh, oh, absolutely. Like, well, Max Yavno himself is doing that kind of thing. Well, I like Max. Max is a good friend to see of... Uh, of Aaron's. Of Aaron's, yeah, and I met... Yeah, he, Max said he, he... This is, i got to tell you, this story was pretty... He just simply said, I asked him about you. I just mentioned yeah. I was going to be coming to see you. And he said, well, I went to Chicago once, and I remember that I met him at a party, but I was so drunk that I don't even know how I got to the airplane the next day. Yeah. Well, we all drank <laughs> quite a bit, as a matter of fact. But people like Hugo Weber and Harry drank more than a little bit. <laughs> I mean, they used to get drunk. And this is actually a schedule of Who Taught When. Right. Film analysis by Siegel. Right. And the date, there's a date on it. 48, is it? Yeah. Mo motion photography by Kelly. Motion picture production yeah. by Kelly. <laughs> Boy. Music by Varel. These are just all different notes that were circulated from you in two years. Well, I try to keep everybody make these things, you see, and uh, so everybody knew. These everybody trying to cooperate to make a program. See, that's the difference. We didn't teach courses. Mm -hmm. We tried to have a program, and actually, the idea wasn't even to turn off photographers. I mean, that was more Harry's kind of bent than my bent. Mm -hmm. But the idea of the school was to turn out somebody who could design. You know, with material, various different kinds of materials, no matter what it was. The comprehensive designer was the ideal prototype. That was the real Bauhaus idea. Uh -huh. In fact, you know, it uh, changed very rapidly. Why did it change? I mean, what what you used to talk about, for example, well, very people being... became more specialized. That's all. I mean, they they just tend to go certain places. You mean yourself and everybody? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't interested in making the comprehensive designer. Or I didn't mind as long as I could also teach the super photographer. Ah. Here's Photography 5, a fifth semester course. And this was an int very interesting problem. Making a clean sky? Yeah, that's one of the hardest things in all of photography. <laughs> Take a photograph of the sky with no dots, you know. I, I, I know. <laughs> Getting the film clean the film holders the first time. <laughs> That's right. I mean, nobody ever solved it, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so you just get rid of the horizon line, and that's the way yeah. you do Well, there are a lot of things here that are quite interesting. These are the supplies that people have. And you have to remember, of course, that the whole... Gee, my shoulder, I'm going to put this down. Yeah, right. Um... There were the, the equipment was practically non-existent. 
Uh-huh. I mean, they use my camera, they use Molly's camera, they use my motion picture, Cine Special. It was a very mixed up operation. See, and one of the things I recommended was camera and lens, the negative bands, labs. Or, yeah. Yeah, I would, well, like I say, I don't know what your ultimate plan on this material is. I certainly would like to see. Oh, no, wait, here's Bernice Abbott's book recommended, too. Yeah. I would certainly like to see some copy of this material eventually at Eastman House. I would. Yeah, well, I'm not averse. I'd like to. You see, worked? that's my handwriting. This, this book what list. was typed here, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it even survived. Let's see. What, honey? What did Joe say? He says I can't go. No. The mal de foie. The what? La mal de foie. Oh, the me? great national French disease. What does that mean? It means that uh, the enzymes are. Okay. All right. So. Uh, well. Yeah, we, we don't need to go through these she sheets just goes through this individually at this point. It's interesting to see that it's right that it's well, here. Well, there's some material here, and it's all mixed up. See here, some other problem. This is 49. The thing is in process of changing. Uh-huh. See, I keep trying. I keep working at this. And a, and a, a close reading of these would, would show the changes. Probably. Hello. Probably. But uh, that is the central thing. How was your lunch? Oh, well, makes me feel better. Well, that's, that's why we eat. Well, I mean, I was really... Look at this recorder. Batteries. So, David gave me the wrong, uh, or imperfect instructions. To get here? <laughs> yes, I ended up getting on express, went down the merchandise mark, and took a cab back, which proves to have been actually as good a way I could have done it as any. <laughs> See, here is the actual program of the motion picture here. Okay. So, that's why I worked out with it. Hmm. And it's a very Bauhaus problem-oriented oh, yeah. type of a technical thing. And uh, that's the way that goes. Now the reason this these these things were survived at all was when I left. I just cleaned out some of my files. That's all. Mm-hmm. And uh, just more motion pictures. Took it, yeah. Well, I had taught the damn thing, and then I couldn't teach everything. Yeah, really. So, uh, um, but I worked out the programs. As you can see, the you know these are my. Uh, this is the seventh and eighth semester I was working on. See, collage with light, minimum five materials. Warping of plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sensitizing non-flat or malleable surfaces. See, and this was still fresh. Today, it's mm. ridiculous. Solarization, you mean? Yeah. yeah. So, that, uh, so that material does exist. Let's see, here is the, here was a program that existed as seven twenty-five forty-seven. So, well then. Thing is, too. Mustn't be that way, you see. Mm-hmm. That will only get you in trouble. 
I was going to show it and show it to you. Great picture of Bernie Sabbath. This is uh, Ouija. This was taken '46. This is the summer workshop in '46. Uh. Here's Ouija, the thing I organized uh, how to photograph a murder, which life ran, and how to speak of speaking of pictures, how to photograph a murder. Hmm. And uh, these are students, incidentally, whose names I don't know. Well, there's Stryker, this is me. Very hmm. dapper. Yeah. A lot of photographers resented that because I You're so good like Bowie. Well, like Mahoy, I never felt that I had to look like a bum in order to be a photographer. Yeah. A striker. And more striker. Remember. And here's Ouija. And here's Erwin Blumenfeld. Siegel. Ouija. Frank Sokolik, who was a chemist and taught photography, terrible. The reason he ultimately really got fired was he kept arguing. I wanted to build, and had built, I guess, a washer that flew flowed out of the top. He wanted to do this? No, I didn't. Uh -huh. I mean, we didn't have any apparatus, so I just wanted to build something in the workshop, a little box that you put the 4x5 hangers in the water, rushed up, you know, with a tube with holes in it. Mm -hmm. We said it wouldn't work because hypo is heavier than water. And I said, but the water is really moving. That's the point. I want it all stirred up and enough water so that it moves out. We just argued about that. He's a stubborn guy. Here's Beaumont and uh, Siegel. I, I love these expressions on your face. Yeah, that's a very... Uh... I mean, but here too, they're marvelous. Here's Gordon Coster, mystery man. The only real mystery, I think, was he married a black woman long before it was a acceptable thing. I never could get Gordon. Here's uh, Bernie Sabbath, and this is in the auditorium of 632 North Dearborn. Hmm. It's amazing how Bernie still looks like that. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, an older version, but still very much... Well, she looks a lot happier these days. Yeah. She's... Watch her step in there. So, there is that kind of material. Okay, let me... Put it there. Caramba. That's what I'm going to... Save nine clips. stuff. Actually, there is some... This is the uh, seminar lecture program, most of it. Well, this is a thing that I should go through, and you don't need to stand here and right. you can over it yeah. at some point in time. See, here maybe are some of them. I kept a couple notes of something. One of them has some notes of Maholi's or my thinking or something. Hmm. No, this is my thinking. 11, 11, 1946. Mm -hmm. I may have even been thinking of a book or something then. Because earlier... You well, you were probably thinking of taking over the program at that point. It was obvious Mahoney was very ill. Oh, Mahoney's dead by then. 
Well, he, 1124 is actually. What was that date? That was the day before Thanksgiving. No, what was this? 11-11. Yeah, I mean, it was very close. It was extremely close. He died, I thought, Thanksgiving afternoon. Well, it was the 24th, whichever. Anyway, there is some material. Then there are the negatives in there. There are some prints. Boxes and negatives of prints. In there. What is this? Uh, there's there are some prints in there when they're identified. Like, it's these are fit to prints of 65. Yeah, I've seen some of those. But I started those. that about 62. And the Sears would be like commercial jobs? Yes. For Sears? Yeah, or you Arco. Are, well, I did booklets for them. Brochures and booklets? Brochures, huh? And Hull House? Oh, uh, I did a booklet for Hull House. I actually donated my time to do a booklet. Now, John Stores, did you do? <laughs> now, John Stores is an you interesting. Know that name? Oh, yeah. 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 He was a friend of Bernice's. Oh, really? But of course, in Paris. of course, they would be in Paris at the same time. Yes. And when did you do? Did you do illustrations of his work for publication? I did all the pictures of the John Storrs revival because his his daughter was a friend of mine. You mean in the last couple of years? Yeah. This had nothing to do with John Storrs alive. John Storrs been dead for years, I guess. Mm. But the, with the revival, some dealer in New York. His daughter. Yeah, Sholkoff actually was the one who started was it. Sholkoff, no, it was a woman. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe Sholkoff was this. Yeah, got in on it. Yeah, but I made beautiful uh, sculpture pictures of John Storrs, and that's where what everybody finally saw and started the revival. Yeah, and family is just pictures of your family. Yeah. Memorabilia <laughs> box. Um, well, let's move on. Then. Yeah, there are. Carefully, you know. Another all kinds of shit. And uh, this is the problem. Uh, okay, let's see. What does it say? It says, uh, Arthur S. Right. Oh God, I give it. Well, Markowitz. Very Markowitz. That's that was the David name Markowitz. of that girl. You know that I came. Hmm. The girl I came with. Oh right. Her name was. Markowitz. So these are very well, I don't know, but they can be anything. Nudes or Nuba or her brother. Or, I knew her brother very well. Well, they, these are pictures of Arthur Siegel. By Birmingham? Probably by Markowitz. Yeah. Huh. That's what those are. Jeez. So, I don't know what the hell. Yeah, this whole thing is interesting. Balanced on. Uh, I noticed you have an Ansel Adams print here that um, shows that there was a time when uh, Ansel printed without a black or a white. <laughs> it's a nice print, but. Yeah. That's why things have changed so damn much. I mean, that print was just given to me. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody's. Even Ansel wasn't. I'm just looking to see what that is. Oh, this is uh, Jean Elion. Jean Elion? H-E-L-I-O-N. Oh. French painter. Yes, I have seen the name. Yeah, that's who that is. Hmm. Some photographs. There's some holy, I say. I mean, these are... You need a full-time printer to go through all I this do, stuff. I do. I need what we... What I need is some... You know, two guys just print everything, and we see what the hell there is. Make it an inventory, and it'll be worth it because there, there are very few pictures of Maholi. I noticed, you know, they get sold. 
Oh, yeah. And so we make an addition of, you know, 100 pictures in a hallway. <laughs> that was not the name of my game, I'll tell you that. Um, all right. Now a little neater. This is all filled with negatives, too. This is a that is neater. This is a big printer for making contact. Pardon me? This is a printer for making contact prints, large contact. Oh, big frame, you mean? Yeah. Uh, so here we have... Careful, you're going to move your machine a little closer. You Pull it over. Uh, here is a, a big set of negatives. Oh, of one kind or another. And, uh, this is an Aeroflex. Good. You got tear sheets? Oh, yeah, tear sheets. Where are they? Right here, it says. Tear sheets. And I never records tear sheets. And they're scattered, too. And there are some pictures from 33, 39. Oh, fine. Yeah, those would be interesting to go through. So, uh, that is that. It's not Kool-Aid, you see. I see thing. this. Well, but I, you know, I can't get beat over the head. I'm, you had a few other things to do. There's some matrices. I could barely keep up with supporting three kids. I have a I mean, great nobody idea. has given me any money. You have to understand that. I have a great idea, Sarah. Apply for a service to the field grant from the NEA to get somebody to work for you to collate this stuff. I wonder if they give them to individuals. Yes, they purpose. do. Well, I think because of the connection with this period of history. And, and well, Curtis got a, a Guggenheim here to, to organize his files. Here is a set of things that came back, I believe, from Fortune. Fortune jobs. Oh, mm, boy. Hmm. Well. Now, the Goliath time, he still has hundreds and thousands, perhaps, of my negatives. In their files. In their files. That they just simply bought and paid for, and there they are. Well, they paid me, and we're supposed to own those in joint ownership, except they, the only way we they really recognize it is if they sell a picture to somebody else. They pay you a royalty. They send me a check. Hmm. Not all bad. No, I get occasionally get some pictures. Now, here is something I stuck up. Couldn't make a print of that. But that is dated September, uh, what is it at the top? 3rd, 1950. And, and that tells about my going. You see, I went to New York. Well, this, this is a, all New York. an article by Jacob Deschen from the Sunday Times, 1950, September 3rd. And he was the critic, you see. Well, so writer. Yeah, writer. Writer. And uh, he saw my colored pictures, and Esther Bowley saw them, and uh, oh, a lot of photographers. I showed them, you know, all over the place. A lecture before university and other groups. You gave some kind of lecture? Well, I gave, so, yeah. Was there. the occasion for this article? Um, Probably. I can't remember exactly. I had given many lectures all through the Midwest. Some group like the College Art Association or Midwest College Art Association. The association. They need to go up and down from Minneapolis to Indiana giving lectures on color photography. Should we hang this back up or what do you want? Yeah, hang on. It has to be rewashed, obviously. I don't know how to get off. Dry a little abruptly. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we move our little entourage. <laughs> so we do have, you know, little glimpses of the iceberg confirming yeah, what right, I'm talking we, about. I'm not making it. Should we go in here or what are we? Uh, no, we're going in there. I'm not making it all up. 
<laughs> oh, God. I mean, I have been very quiet about it. It's a matter of fact. All right, so Jesus. where do we go from here? What the hell? You keep hitting it with your elbow, I think, and it goes off. Oh. That's a very poor arrangement. Adam's beginning to mix up the whole thing too by leaving his negatives and pictures around. Uh, what the hell? I should let Elaine carry it, and oh, you. Oh yeah, why don't I carry no, it? Okay. Um. Oh, I just started digging around a little bit in anticipation of you. Mm -hmm. Is it at the end? Or is it just... No. It's, it's sick. Maybe it wants to run laying down. No, maybe the tension on the cake. Maybe you should lay it uh, down on its... Oh, yeah, that's, that's a 120, isn't it? Yeah. I can always give you a copy of mine. Mine start doing that. It had to do with spring. Really? Well, this is a 120 tape, too. The tape is loose. Did you notice the tape loose? Oops. There's yeah, tape. tape's in trouble here. Mm-hmm. What the hell? That's oh, yeah, so do you have a pencil? Andy, here we can just wind it in. Fingers will do all right for that little amount. Well, it may have gotten... Try this. Uh -oh. Make sure you're interesting. Yeah. Straight. Okay. Rejecting the. Only want it a little past to make sure there's. It's almost like binding up there. Okay, now I think it should be. As healthy as it's going to get. Okay. It's bound up. Something is extraordinarily fucked up. Well, listen, I'll make the cassette for mine. Well, I'm trying to say not to. We've got unbounded. Let's see. Did you say these were yours? Is what you were starting to say? Yeah, I just found some. Now that was in those. I had to make some pictures in a supermarket. So this is June Leaf, Robert Frank's girlfriend. Hmm. This is uh, <laughs> people pressed into service for the yeah. Kitchen. I mean, and I started doing that. Other people weren't doing that. Uh, this is Irene with her new baby somewhere along the line. This is the storekeeper. And this was Audie Forberg, who was divorced from Charles Forberg. This is Gropius' uh, uh, daughter. Hmm. Can I see that one? And this is Harry Callahan. That's Barb uh, Eleanor. Eleanor. <laughs> and this is the kind of thing I was making, see, when Harry was there, before Harry was there. Mm -hmm. And these are the kind of things that ultimately sent a show to Henry Holmes. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I know the story that. on that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now over here we have all the other kinds of. But a million more prints and negatives. Yeah, and we also have a set of camera work somewhere in that that uh, case. I haven't even looked at it because I'm afraid to look. It may all have termites in it. 
Uh, but this is, you know, a lot of work. I, I'm not going to, I can't do that. There are all kinds of prints there, in there. Hmm. And uh, that's the way that goes. And then there are all kinds of equipment there and things like I color-coded boxes so I, you know, know what uh, one kind of color film was in or which were exposed and uh-huh. <laughs> which weren't. And I used to use this whole thing as a little studio, just mm-hmm. for doing little still lifes. This is North Wide anyway, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then the reason it got stuck up like this, I reused it for a little while. Everything got... purpose. Yeah. So, uh, so I think that's enough. I'm just trying to give you... Yeah, it gives a sense. It's disorganized. Here's about a million people, tapes. But I used to. You see, I used to know where everything was. Now, so a lot of these are, are music. Prints. These tapes. Uh, yeah, I started, but here's the Callan Visitor 65. I was still using the, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, reels. Yeah, here's a, a talk, you, probably your talk to the SP and 65. God, I look for that. Marie Cathindis takes Jules' portrait. Is that, is that Jules? Julie's. Oh, Jules. Yeah, 67, I'll show you that. It's, you may have seen it downstairs. So all these tapes, but then I'll show you a lot of other tapes. Portraits, portraits, etc. Speaking of tapes, do you think my tapes could be found from SPE last year? They'd probably be on the top of the pile downstairs somewhere, huh? Yeah, yeah. no sweat. Well, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say no sweat after seeing all this, but... Well, anyway. no, you see, I know it was filed by position. If people didn't move it, I knew where it was. The only time I began to get confused was when we started moving. And when people started moving things around, that I didn't know all that. Oh, one of those things is loaded with color transparencies. All right, let's go back here. I'm trying to show you, as I said, you know, about Poirot and the inhabitants and what they exude. Should we? From here. See, this is like sort of intellectual life, mm-hmm. non-photographic, heavy involvement in psychology for a long time. Really know about Freud very early. Take courses, study, no analysts. Uh, interest in math and science in general. The others are mainly art things. Mm-hmm. Then here are earlier tapes. And we have the whole recording, for instance, of Harvard. Every session at Harvard. When you taught there in the summers? Uh-huh. Which tells you about the course study there. You probably have somebody like the head of light gallery. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere on those tapes, I'm sure. Right. Uh, but here we have whole documentary series for, well, no. Uh, some of the, that's a documentary class. And then I have other recordings of, of the um, uh, experimental class that I taught. Um, I even did a thing like record copies funeral, hmm. which is very moving. Uh, I didn't feel good about it, but as a photographer, I've already gotten over that. You it's know. part of this recording thing. It's like doing news. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I mean, Copy wouldn't have minded. He would have felt flattered <laughs> if I knew. Uh, then there are all kinds of, well, as you can see here, uh, those are daguerreotypes and... Uh, Carte de visite, and these things are filled with uh, 
old albums and your uh, personal collection of all kinds of yeah things. which was mainly used to teach I mean I was not a collector don't ever get confused anything that I happen to have that's very good was purely because it was accidental and I could afford it yeah you were just I, mean, I never went out to get it I never bought anything there weren't that many people looking for things if you started early enough well that was true but I didn't look at that point in that you know an organized way the way Swedland did when he mm -hmm. was at Buffalo. Hmm. He just went like a vacuum cleaner through upper New York State. And the main coast? Well, everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, here's a Irene and I, many years ago, Ellen Landon did some big drawings. Terrible. And this is the place we stayed on the vineyard. All eight years. It's Julie, Ezra, and Anna. Irene. It was an ex lighthouse place. Mm. It's nice. Mm. Sure. I don't like them. Is it clicked off again? Mm. Maybe we'll check it and see if it's doing a funny thing. Isn't that funny? That must be that tape. Well, it's quits, I guess, of that, huh? Well, my tape recorder doing that at the publishing conference. Did it? Yeah. Turned out it was That's great. what I don't like about cassettes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's give you a range. This is, sorry, right, you make your point. This is kind of fun with me. I just, I used to shoot dice. And at one point during the Depression, I practically survived by playing blackjack and uh, betting at the racetrack. And for a couple of years, I worked at the racetrack making racetrack photo finishes. Oh, yeah. Very early, yeah. Huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Henry Kissinger, of course. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, there's a lot of books I think we can say. A lot of books, and there are different kinds. These are all art books, you know, all over the place. And then uh, we have this place, which I've acquired, where I work sort of on, uh, I don't know, that set I got downstairs is all accidental, so this is what Adam had. Mm -hmm. So made a lot of tapes of music because I couldn't afford to buy records. Mm -hmm. But those are all obsolete now for that thing downstairs because it's too high fidelity. The stuff <laughs> it doesn't sound very good. Uh, Aaron's been a very good friend of mine. I've been, a, I hope, a good friend of Aaron's. Uh, Adam is, uh, uh, is named after Aaron. His name is Adam Aaron Siegel. And there's a picture just after my operation. So, you know, if uh, Adam took it and he liked it, it's a real tragic picture, I think. Um, what else? All right, so you have all this crap and things are beginning to get out of hand, obviously. <laughs> I think they had a head start. I think they've already begun pretty thoroughly. Well, but this is already, this is a spillover from the spillover. Right. Because I took over this other little room, which is jam-packed. Oh. You can't move it anymore. That's this room here? Yeah. These are... I'll let I you go in first. I didn't show you. These are the slides. See, no. that I worked. Made all these slides. Wait, these are slides of your work? No, no. Oh, these you teach are with. for the history, yeah. Hmm. They'll uh, stack about eight feet high if you put it all together? Well, this is one of the really... Good God. This room is worth... Here we have a great deal of my life. 
what do we have? That was about 80 lectures, all organized. Is this about 80 carousel trays? Uh huh. And because I didn't have help, I decided to invest in the carousels, leave the lectures in, mm -hmm. and improve them each time. And this really tells you what I know, which is quite a bit. Um, hmm. So you don't have to pull slides and put them back every time. That's right. But I keep line. adding on it and never give the same lecture. I try not to. Oh, and I do dumb things like give lectures at the Art Institute Print and Drawing Club on uh, the effects of scientific photography in the 19th century on 20th century painting to people who are not interested in photography, mm -hmm. but really smart, serious. Here we have the best history in the world. The whole course right here. Mm -hmm. And you have, do you have essentially each lecture on tape? Essentially. It's goddamn tape. Linda forgets to push the button or yeah, something. Sure. And that's what happened to Nadar a couple of weeks ago, which really upset me. Uh, I organized my position. Like, I would start putting books of nudes together. Mm -hmm. But when my thinking goes, I get all the nudes together. I'm also interested in semantics. I have a great... Mm -hmm. A couple of volumes of critical inquiry here. A lot of things that uh, relate to semantics. Uh, then there are recordings of... Uh, I think I'm going to have to stop pretty soon for rest. Um, of everything? Well, of interviews, you see, with my graduate students. And when they put together four or five of those, they're fantastic, particularly if you know the people at later. Mm -hmm. and these will become very valuable. Yeah. I see one right there. It says J.D. Sloan, for example. Yeah, well, J.D., and you have uh, an interview by... Uh, one labeled me, Beaumont New Hall? Yeah, I asked Beaumont to talk on um, Scott Boyer when we were writing. It's a name I recognize, here. Louise Graff. And uh, Mary Lloyd, who will be famous, is very good. Uh, Roger Freeman, you see, hmm. who will be Well, I've seen so, enough to become overwhelmed. <laughs> well, but these are exciting, you see. Oh, I'm sure. Those are arranged, tried, hopefully. To well, some decade I'll come back and... Uh, <laughs> God. Then there are more books, of course. There's more books everywhere. Yeah. So things are out so of This is a museum. Oh, we need a curator. Archive, yes, yeah. We need a curator, Arthur. Well, that's quite true. Make well, this hall. I never, the only thing, see, I never exploited students. And maybe you should. Aaron yeah. always used students. Um, to organize things, I mean. Well, to do things. He had a student make a movie of himself. Um... See, I kept all my slides in terms of on these plastic sheets so I could keep them organized and then stuck them together in some rough historical or whatever I see. I just want to show you these. Um, the way my history, what I always asked them to do was that on their level, they would um, do an original paper in mm -hmm. the history of photography, that they had to make their own history of photography. Mm -hmm. That uh, and I didn't care and would never give them a test. I mean that was not my. Uh, and if they needed information, it was always printed about names, dates, and so on. You know, generally. So people did original papers like someone wasn't even a photographer, Mary Jane, Mary Jane Simpson, and she did a paper. She was about a, at this point I think maybe a sophomore or a junior, and she took up the whole idea of cliched bare prints. Well, that was very different from what 
the graduate student did on the Woodbury type. Hmm. And this I've is had some really fantastic things. Now, considering we have no only teaching material, there's just, you know, the Art Institute and just what I show. And this is Steve Meyer's paper on the Woodbury type. You know, and I always insist that they do it in terms of slides. Mm -hmm. And he went ahead even beyond that. Is, this a, is that a copy print? Yeah, copy print. Very nice copy print, too. Yeah, it's very good. And this is a portfolio box, virtually. Yeah. Well, are these things ever going to be like in the library at ID, or are they, do you, you just have them all here, basically? I just have them. The reason I have them is ID never gave me any support whatsoever, you know, in terms of any money or spending. There are no prints, no books. I wrecked all my books. And the deal I made with the students originally was I'll spend all the money I need to buy my, you know, buy books and make slides. But when I ask you, you know, to do the original paper, you're going to return that to me. Well, that was a fair deal. Nobody's ever complained about it. Can I look at this a little bit more? Because I mean, it's something I'm interested in. Sure. Are the Woodbury types? It's non-circulating, but you can. Yeah. Go wash your hands.